Okay. All right. Welcome to another podcast of the Bigfoot Revival. Yay! <laughs> I am your host, uh, the Sasquatch. Joined with me today is the one, the only, the man, the legend, the. I've I'm out. I have no idea. Bungee strap, lockdown cooler. <laughs> the the Yeti. Yeti. All right, so we have, I think, I hope, is an interesting conversation and uh, podcast today, where we will be discussing uh, uh, some SBC stuff. We haven't oh, really, boy. we we haven't really dived into a. A lot of who we are. We wanted to kind of have the conversations and and not have a lot of um, maybe pre biased attention. But um, I, I think we kind of have to come out with some information that we've so far have kept quiet. But before we do that, mm. we have a couple shout outs. Well, we have one shout out. A new like on Facebook, and uh, we want to give Chris Jenkins a Bigfoot Revival shout out. Where's my Bigfoot? There he is. All right, Chris, we appreciate you coming aboard. That's right. Hey, you guys tell your friends about us because uh, we want some more people to join on, on Facebook because I like hearing the shout-outs. Yeah, and... and- <laughs> And also, um, if there is any anything that, that we can do as a website, as a podcast, as blogs, as um, on Facebook, that we can help you with, um, maybe think through a certain topic, maybe, um, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe just have more or less post, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Don't, don't. Don't feel shy to, to let us know. We're trying to make this better, and so um, we enjoy it. We're you know uh, we're not going to be complete liars like some people go. We're only doing this for uh, the, the y'all. Um, no, we're we're doing it for us too. We enjoy it, but we are, there is a big part of it where we are doing it for you, and we want to make this the uh, best best little podcast dash you know full. I don't know what you call it. This. Yeah, I don't know. We don't, we don't know what this is, but we don't know what we're we doing. We want to be the best big feet possible, <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, we really do appreciate uh, Chris joining on Facebook. Yeah. All right. So, do we want to tell him where we're going to be uh, the first weekend in October? Yeah, yeah, you go ahead and do that. Yeah, there's also a um, a big conference coming up. Um, I say big. It might be just medium-sized. It's big for us. It's big for us. So, um, yeah, I posted it on Facebook a little while ago, but we will be at the Fight, Laugh, Feast conference, and it will be in Franklin, Tennessee. Now, just to be clear, we don't have any booths set up or we're not going to be speaking or anything like that, but we are going to be there. And if you see two great big hairy guys and you happen to be there, it's us. Come say hi. It's us. Um, and, and and 
the the conference is basically about um engaging the culture. Yeah. It's weapons for this war and it's talking about engaging the culture and so that's that's part of what we're doing here. That's part of what we're doing as Bigfoot Revival. So we're hoping to learn a lot. Hopefully we can um when it's all said and done we can come back with a better, even better product than what we have now, um, to help you uh also engage the culture and that we can all uh bring glory to God. Yep. There's a battle to be fought and it's time to stop looking up into the sky and get off our butts and go fight. Preach it. Anywho. He says I don't do that. No. No, I just sing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um couple things about us that that I'm pretty sure very little of you to none of you know. Um let's start with the state that we live in. Do are we sure we want to do this? Uh no, but I think it's important. Um uh and, and I've had I mean we've had a couple people ask. Yeah, we and have so, been avoiding it too. <laughs> yeah. But um we're we're from North Carolina. Yep. So we're a bunch of country boys from North Carolina. The secret is out. Um and, and you'll you'll understand why we're saying that in a little bit. Uh the other part of that is we're Southern Baptists. Yes. That's the denomination that we um, associate with. Or not actually, it's, uh, well, that's the. It's coming. It's coming. Well, well I mean, uh, what I was saying, I called it a denomination. It's really a convention. Um, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> so, so uh, th- th- this is who we are, where we're at. Um, we've kind of hid these things because we wanted it to be more broad to a lot of people. Um, that being said, we feel like uh, we found a, a news article that we're going to walk through today that we think uh, makes these these points necessary to know as we comment and talk about them. So without further delay... Um, the news article is from the, the Washington. Washington Post, and it is about the SBC, the Southern Baptist Convention, changing names to the Great Commission Baptist Convention. Great Commission Baptist Convention. Convention. It would have yeah. to. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it would have to have a convention on the end. That's that's who we are. Right. Well, the the. Headline in the article actually says, "Prominent Southern Baptists are dropping Southern name amid racial unrest." Is that right? That's what they say. Uh, all right, so go ahead and start reading into it. We'll go so far, and then we'll stop, and we'll we'll talk about it a little bit. All right, here we go. So this was published uh, September fifteenth, two thousand twenty, and it says. Leaders in the Southern Baptist Convention are increasingly dropping the southern part of their Baptist name, calling it a potentially painful reminder of the convention's historic role in support of slavery. The 50,000 Baptist churches in the convention are autonomous and can still choose to refer to themselves as Southern Baptist or SBC. But in his first interview on the topic, convention president... Hold, 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 let's stop right there. Go back to that last um, sentence or two where it talks about um, 
we're still allowed to call ourselves whatever. Yeah, the 50,000 Baptist churches in the convention are autonomous and can still refer and can still choose to refer to themselves as Southern Baptist or SBC. So one thing that um, if you're Southern Baptist, you probably do understand. If you're not Southern Baptist, you probably don't understand. Um, the reason I was nitpicking the difference between a denomination and a convention is we're autonomous churches. Mm-hmm. We don't belong to anything in that sense um, other than Christ. We pull our resources together so that we can have colleges, so that we can send out missionaries, so that we can um, uh, uh, use a combined source of resources to make a bigger uh, influence. It's, it's, it's harder for a church right by themselves to... Uh, gain the money to to go out into the mission field. Our missionaries do not have to worry about um, if a church splits, if they're going to have to be snatched out of the field. Mm. Um, and so there's there's th- those are the the biggest primary um, I think aspects of the the combining. There, there's other things. Um, uh, you got Russell's Moore crowd, which is uh, supposed to help kind of uh, influence and 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 kind of give our perspective, the Southern Baptist perspective up there in Washington D.C. They they don't do that well, um, you know. That's uh, that's something I wouldn't mind seeing leave the SBC. Um, but there's there's other things like that. But primarily, it's missionaries, schools. It's um how we pull our resources together to to come up with. Uh, uh, organizations to help us fulfill the Great Commission. Now, that being said, uh, going back to what they were saying about to 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 get away from their shameful past. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the Southern Baptist. You know, at one time. Now, don't tell anybody. Uh-oh. This is a secret. No way. But we're from the South during the time of the Civil War. <gasps> oh, no. And, and surprisingly, um, uh, there were some of those people who owned slaves. <gasps> Get out of town. Um, and and I, know, I know in a day and age when Christians are perfect today, mm. that it's hard to imagine Christians being sinful at one time. But... But it happened. You're I mean, right. That is hard to imagine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I literally so, can't. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, yeah. And, and and see, this is this is the other problem I have with it. And I, I probably should have done more research. But the other problem I have with this this whole thing is, uh, and and you'll you'll hear it said later on as we read more of it, that basically the SBC split solely period, because of slavery. And that, that's not the case. Um, now, there again, was slavery involved? Were, were, were there pro-slavery people? who, who and, and, and did that have something? Absolutely. I'm not trying to, to change history. I'm not trying to pretend like that had nothing to do with it. What I'm saying is it's not the sole reason, which is important. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we, don't, we don't just pick, Nick, pick this one thing. We don't just nitpick this one thing so that um, 
we can just ignore the other parts of this whole thing, right? Um, and, and there just had been growing tensions between North and South due to slavery and other reasons uh, for a long time. And that, that came through in, uh, in, in, in what happened when we, we, we split from uh, the Northern Baptists, so to speak. Uh, and, and they became uh, the American, uh, oh man, I'm forgetting, uh, Southern American Baptist. And, you know, they became liberal. They became one of the, the, the mainstream uh, liberal denominations. And so it, it's not, we should, it, it's one of those things where we go, oh, you know, well, Calvin killed somebody. You know, Martin Luther said bad things about Jews. Um, people aren't perfect. People have past. If you were to dig around in my past, um, you know, I've I've admitted them to my church and, and that kind of thing. So if somebody came around here and said, hey, you know, did you know uh, Sasquatch was used to do this and that? And they'd say, yeah, yeah. But because of Jesus Christ, he's forgiven, and he no longer does those things, and he has been uh, a part of our church and leading our church. Uh, I, I would hope they would say, "Well, <laughs> I'm not going to say, I'm not going to swear to that." But um, you know, uh, and and God is forgiven. Now, in uh, in saying in saying that, though, are you saying or implying that uh, some of the things that these guys or any of us, for that matter, have done, is no big deal. I mean, we're forgiven. It's no mm, big deal, right? No, 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 no. I mean, when we sin, we're we're spitting in the face of God, especially as Christians. Yeah. Um, you expect lost people to to do things against God, um, but Christians should be uh, living lives that bring glory to God and not um, living against God. What I am saying is there's a sanctifying process. Mm. It's been going on for 2,000 years. That's right. Um, um, there are things that we do right now that they would look at and say, how are you a Christian and watch people on TV? I don't want to say making love, but also don't want to be ugly on the podcast. Um, you know, uh, having sex and and shooting each other and doing drugs and you're allowing that in your house you let your kids watch that I, I mean I mean these people could not understand right. the depravity that we have we're all blinded to a certain mm-hmm. extent and we like to we like to hey and I hate to say this but it goes back to like the shootings we're blinded to certain things everybody is. Yeah, and we pray for wisdom and guidance from the Holy Spirit. We pray for for God to expose those things to us. But ultimately, you know, um, until we're with Christ, we'll have these blind spots, and so we need to try to get rid of them. But we don't need to act like we are some kind of arbiter of judgment to people in the past who we've never met. Because they're they're distant from us, right? Okay, so we can go on and on, and we'll we'll probably bring some of this back up. But let's let's move on for time reasons. All right. Um, 
But in his first interview on the topic, convention president J.D. Greer said, Momentum has been building to adopt the name Great Commission Baptist, both because of the racial racial reckoning underway in the United States and because many have long seen the Southern Baptist name as too regional for a global group of believers. All right, let's stop there. So I agree with the regional thing. Yeah. I, I really do. Um, I've wondered that, you know, if we're we are as large as we are we're international we're there's a southern Baptist church in every state um maybe we shouldn't have a regional name and and i've 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 thought that um and i have no problem with changing the sbc's name on that principle alone um um i still you know i'm 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 fairly conservative in my beliefs so there's that part of it that goes no, they're they're the SBC. There always have been so so there there is that part of me that that's kind of that way. But in 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 reality, though, um, you know, we're we're international. We're we're all over the place, and a regional name's probably not the best fitting for who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that I agree with. I'll, I'll I'll jump on that right. But that's not their main point. This is this is a point that they make just to kind of pad. It's, it's there to um, help push, but it's not the driving point. The driving point is that uh, uh, Southern Baptists are racist. Yeah, that is definitely the way it comes across, for sure. Anything with Southern in it at, a, at all is racist. So we changed the name because um, everybody knows when you change the name of a rose, it smells different. Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, I think it's a whole different flower. We might start calling it a lily. Or tulip. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not tulip. You know that word has a murderous condensation to it. Condensation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping it. <laughs> so, so, um, it, it, <laughs> it sweats murder. That's right. <laughs> because oh oh uh john calvin there you know uh anyways anyways that's that's the point uh, you know we 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 have to acknowledge our past right the good sure. and the bad sure and we can say that god has forgiven us that we of a people have repented and that um, God has 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 changed the the hearts and minds of people, and this is the other thing about the whole thing. When we say the SBC, the only reason they split is because of slavery. You're you're slandering people in the past who said, "No, I don't like slavery, but we we need to separate." Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't like slavery. But, you know, four out of these five things I do like. Um, maybe I don't like this, but considering the overall thing. so Because today, today, and this is a side point, and maybe this won't be too much of a rabbit, but today what we do is we say, uh, oh, you don't like the Carolina Panthers? I'm not listening to you at all. Yeah. Right. 
So, so if I disagree with somebody on one thing, I, I just, uh, I'm not listening to them no more. I, I'll give you a good example of this. Um, some of these woke pastors, I still listen to them. Why? Because when they're not being woke, a lot of what they say is good, especially if you look kind of more back into their, their archives. Um, there's still books that are out there. One of Matt Chandler's books, um, changed the way that I saw God. And, and it wasn't because he said something. The way he pointed out the view of God in scripture. And, and I went, that makes sense. I like that. I, 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 uh, it went from seeing God as a loving father, from a from a rule keeper, you know, somebody with a notepad saying, "I'm judging you, I'm judging you," to a loving father that when I fall, he picks me up and and encourages me to keep moving forward. Right? Yeah. That was that was awesome. I'm glad I came across that resource. God used that in my life. Does that mean that now that uh, he's woke? That I'm over here going, oh, nope, burn everything you got. Burn it all. No, can't listen. But that's the way our culture is. And where I think, and, I, and I'll, I'll put this out there this way, I think that back then, um, because there wasn't the flood of information, you had to be more discerning in what you, so you, you would read a book and you would say, okay, I like this, I don't like that. This is biblical, this doesn't seem to be as biblical. And, and because you didn't have the information flooding you right now that we do now, you, you had it was sparing, and so you took what you had and you used what you could. And so when it came to decision-making, like what we're talking about with SBC, um, you may have not liked the slavery thing. You may have. You may have liked the slavery thing, but didn't, and, uh, but didn't like the liberalism. Or, I mean, the... Um, Anyways, you, you know, and, and, but over time, we, we created the SBC, not we personally, me, but um, the SBC was created, and over time we said, as a group, uh, yeah, slavery is bad. Yeah, that, that was a bad thing. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't have uh, put that in part of why we, why we created this this organization, and in 1995, um, we put out a public statement. Um, in 1960, I mean, uh, there, there's been there's been dozens of statements. There's been dozens of things where we've said, "Okay, look, we we are not pro slavery. We're not pro racism," um, and I think that's apparent because. Uh, Oh, I hate to use the stat, but I want to say something like, we I'll say it this way because I don't remember the exact numbers, but we have more, our percentage of black churches mm-hmm. are higher than the number of uh, black people in America. So I'll throw this out there. Like black people in America are like 13% of the population. The, the uh, black churches in the SBC are something like 18, 20%. Wow. And I, I, I don't want to, I'm hoping I'm not messing that up. So if, if, if I'm, I get corrected on that, but because I don't remember the exact numbers, but, but what I'm saying is, you know, 
people have gone and have joined us, not because of slavery, but because of the Great Commission, which is why they want to name it the Great Commission Baptist anyway, right? Because yeah. people are, you know, it's not like there's there's this holdout of people going, yeah, but we're waiting for slavery to return. I mean, it's ridiculous. That's just not the way it is. So um, go ahead and keep on reading. All right. Um, let's see, where were we? Uh, our Lord Jesus was not a white Southerner, but a brown-skinned Middle Eastern refugee, said Greer, who this summer used the phrase Black Lives Matter in a presidential address and announced that he would retire a historic gavel named for an enslaver. All right, let's pause. Because there's a lot here. First of all, Jesus was not a white man. Um, a white Southern man. And in case you didn't know that, Right, because that's why we named it Southern, because we thought Jesus was Southern. We thought we thought Jesus was in the Arabellum South, so we decided to name it after the the South. That's 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 the that's that's a stupid, distracting thing to say. That that has that has nobody back then or today thought that Jesus was from Mississippi. Exactly. I, I mean, that's just that. that it, that that is a stupid, stupid thing. Now, I will soften that stance if he's taken out of context, because this is the um, the Washington Post. Yep, and um, we know how media will take people out of context, quick, fast, and in a hurry. But if this is what he was saying, this is a dumb thing to say, and it's a distraction. All right. Well, we were listening to the uh, to a couple of guys talk a little bit about this earlier, and what was uh, the the point that the one guy made? I can't remember what his name was, but he said, "Really, Jesus wasn't a brown skin." Really said he said he was olive skinned. Yeah, that's where I was about to go to. Okay. The second part of that is so the first part is wrong. I mean, right in the most obvious way it can be right. It's like saying, "Hey, the sun is out." Well, yeah, of course it is. Why are you announcing that? Um, the second part is wrong in the sense that uh, they're trying to make it sound like he was a black man. Um, James Cone with Black Liberation Theology is is someone who really developed and pushed that kind of thought process. Um, we know um, that there are people who are... There are people who, who really do in the SBC um, have adopted a lot of, not, not not whole hog, but they have adopted a lot of the black liberation theology mindset, um, which is why he said something about Black Lives Matter. We'll, we'll get to that in a little bit too, but uh, Jesus was a Jew in the Middle East the, uh, 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 in Jerusalem at year zero, right? I mean, I mean, and it really seems like they work hard to avoid saying that. Yeah, they want to make him white or black. He was neither. He was not a white man in the sense that I'm. You know, he his he he didn't come from Europe, and he wasn't a black man. He didn't come from Africa. He was a a a Jew in that time, 
and we don't know exactly what they look like at that time. They may have been a little more pale. They may have a little bit more. You know, one thing that I find interesting is they talk about David having red hair. They talk about Esau having red hair. Um, and so some of these things, you know, it's like, oh, they had red hair. It also talks about their curly hair. Well, you know, who's known for having curly hair? Black people. Oh. So I, I don't know if you know that. So, you know. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's just one of those things. I don't, I don't know, I don't know exactly. And 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 I'll tell you something else. In all honesty, it doesn't matter. That's it does right. not matter. The man was God. He died on a cross for our sins. I don't give a rat's behind what color he was. And anyone who feels like they need to make that a point is not preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Tell it. And so, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best not to be ill because this, this whole thing does rather make me mad. This is the reason we didn't do the podcast yesterday. And that being said, though, um, he praised or he talked about Black Lives Matter. Okay, saying that Black Lives Matter is like saying that Jesus wasn't a Southerner during the Arabellum South. Duh. 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 Like, 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 of course black lives matter. Who doesn't think that? The organization Black Lives Matter. (laughs) Yeah. And, and so, um, I understand he, he doesn't want to be seen as racist. I, I I told a buddy of mine not too long ago, maybe he's listening, probably not, but I told him, J.D. Greer hates the word South and wants to run away from it. And now we see that's uh, apparently true. It's, 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 it's true. And so it's one of those things where we say, of course Black Lives Matter. I, I don't know a Christian, and if there was a if there was someone who claimed to be Christian and said that black lives didn't matter, I would say you're not a Christian. Why? Because you're not loving your neighbor. That's right. And this isn't like, this isn't like, uh, uh, uh and that, that's that's harsh. I I really am being harsh. There again, we all sin. We all have blind spots. We all have places where we don't love our neighbor. Let so let me clarify that. But for someone to just straight up act and do and 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 it's like there's no compassion in their hearts for their, their fellow believers. That that's that's a hard pill for me to swallow. Yeah, I mean at the very least, I mean you need to do a self examination and ask yourself if you are indeed in Christ, if you have uh, any sort of hate or dislike, or yeah, because we you. don't want people in another hundred years from now looking at our generation and going, "Look at those baby killers." Mm. They supported baby killing. Well, no, actually, when you look back, you see that a lot of guys wrote against baby killing. Well, they didn't end it. Yeah, they didn't end it, and so and so. I mean, we don't want people to look at us in that light. We don't want people. To, and, and there are plenty of places that call themselves churches that are pro-abortion. That if you were to scan out um, 
you would see that there's a you know that there 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 is uh, historically people will be able to look back at us and say Christians believed in abortion. They can and, easily say that. Yeah, and so let let let's move on from there though. Yeah. Um. Uh. But, but this was the other part of it. Um. Talking about cones, liberation theology, Black Lives Matter. All of this has something in common, and that's communism. And I'm not throwing that out there to be like the Red Scare. Oh, communism, oh, it's evil. Well, it is evil, but um, the truth is, though, these people are putting a worldly ideology and in, in trying to marry it to Christianity. Some focus more on Christianity and Christ. Some focus more on the communism. But when we hold to these thoughts, Black Lives Matter has nothing to do with Christ. They want to get rid of Christ. They want to get rid of nuclear nuclear family. I mean, they're 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 an evil group, and so this is why we don't tie ourselves with a group like that because um, we could honestly say J.D. Greer supported Black Lives Matter, and because he supported Black Lives Matter, he supports abortion. I mean, when you look back historically, right, we would be able to say that we see leadership in the SBC supporting. And when you look at the leadership of an organization, what do you think? The whole organization. Uh-huh. Supporting an org- another organization that, uh, that, that said that Black Lives Matter, but then believing murdering thousands upon thousands of black babies in the womb, um, that... They believed in destroying the nuclear family, which is something that the Christian faith uh, stands strand, strongly on. And and he could be looked at historically through a very negative lens. Now, I'm not saying that he ought to make decisions on how history will view him. But I'm saying they're worried about the word South and how history has viewed it. And not thinking that out consistently with what they're doing now. Mm. All right, so let's move on. All right, this is uh, Greer speaking here. He says, Every week we gather to worship a Savior who died for the whole world, not one part of it. What we call ourselves should make that clear. All right, that that's... that's there again, that's technically right. Uh-huh. But why are you saying it? He's saying it because he wants to strengthen his argument for changing the name. His he, he really could care. I shouldn't say that. This is a second or third um, reasoning for him. The main reasoning is, South, bad, racism. You know, as if God hasn't worked in the South since then. And he, we're the exact same people we were back then. And, and there again, that's even looking at it ignorantly because guess what? There were a lot of people who were anti-slavery in the South. I know it's hard to believe, but there were. Yeah. All right, so so um, let's move on. Moving on. The shift takes place at the end of a summer of racial unrest when Confederate mon- monuments have been removed, schools have been renamed, 
and the Washington football team has dropped its moniker and is looking for a new one. For Southern Baptists, the change also reflects a long-standing desire to remove confusion when the convention launches churches in the northern United States and overseas. Okay. The world's doing it. Why not us? Ooh. That, that, that's all I have to say to that. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll keep on moving. I'm trying not to spend too much time. The convention formed in 1845, splitting from Northern Baptists over Southern support for missionaries who owned, sla- who owned enslaved people. Despite a historic drop in membership last year, it is considered the largest Protestant denomination in the United States with 14.5 million members. <laughs> the convention will continue to legally operate, as the SBC official said, citing the hefty cost and complexity of a legal name change. But since August, the its website has declared... <laughs> We are Great Commission Baptists, an alternative moniker that refers to the verses in the New Testament when Jesus commands his disciples to baptize believers in all nations. All right, so that that's something else that needs to be taken into um, consideration here is uh, the fact that it's expensive. It's expensive, and should we be spending the money? You, you have to kind of look at it like tax paying, right? Should we be spending the taxpayers' money in this way? These churches give to um, the SBC so that um, their, their, their future pastors can go to seminary so that uh, their missionaries can have a, a more uh, secure life out there in the, um, in, in, on the mission field. Um, and is this something we want to spend that I don't know how many thousands of dollars it would cost, but is this something that's worth doing that? Um, I'm not saying it is or it isn't, to be honest with you, in that in that aspect, that argument. I'm just saying that is part of the argument that needs to be considered. Yeah. But what they're doing is, and, and let me clarify this, what they're doing is they're not legally changing the name. They're just pushing for... Uh, that's like if we decided to go from Bigfoot Revival to... Um, you know, uh, Yetis and Sasquatches podcast experience. We wouldn't really change Bigfoot Revival. We we just named the podcast something else, and I think that's similar to what they're they're talking about doing. Even though technically it's the same, we're gonna we're we're trying to be make a push so that we will be known as something other than Southern Baptist. Yeah, that's the way it sounds. Um, you want to keep moving? Yes, sir. All right. Here we go. Ronnie Floyd, who heads the convention's executive committee and was on President Trump's Evangelical Advisory Council during the 2016 campaign, addressed fellow Baptists in a recent letter as Great Commission Baptists. Greer says hundreds of church leaders in several southern states have committed to using the alternate name. And Greer announced Monday that... Well, let's hold on there for a second because... One thing that I need to clarify is Ronnie Floyd is the love child of Ronnie Van Zant and Pink Floyd. Oh, I didn't know if it was George Floyd or Floyd Mayweather. Too too soon. Oh, we can go Floyd Mayweather. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Sorry for that ignorance. <laughs> Let's keep on. Um, 
shoot, I lost my spot. <laughs> Greer says hundreds of church leaders in several southern states have committed to using the alternate name, and Greer announced Monday that his church will use it as well, and that the theme of next year's annual gathering for the denomination will be We Are Great Commission Baptists. We're going to do something controversial in the in the um, SBC. Uh, and so to force it down your throat, we're going to rename the convention. Can you say? Or, or not rename, excuse me. Um, uh, we're going to, we're going to, the next convention's uh, whole theme is going to be the rename. Uh, just, to, just, to, just so that you um, aren't spiteful and upset. Yeah. And if you're not woke, you will be soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's move on. All right. Danny Aiken, president of Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary in North Carolina, and Albert Moeller, Jr., president of Louisville's Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, said they both support using Great Commission Baptist as a description, though they won't legally change the names of their schools. No, 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 no. And the reason that's important, they don't really mention that in the article, but the reason that's important is uh, Danny Akins is is in Wake Forest, North Carolina, right, uh, not right up the road, but um, up the road from us. Uh, and the name of that school is Southeastern. Southeastern. Mm. You know, I mean, those Southeastern guys, they were, they were rough on their slaves. And uh, Southern, Southern. That's even worse. Theological Seminary. So you got Southeastern Theological Seminary and Southern Theological Seminary, and uh, you know nobody don't go to them schools, but a bunch of racist white folk. Yeah, um, you know you have to have a name like Billy Bob or Earl to go to a school like that. Yeah, yeah, that, I think that fits the criteria. No, let us not forget Bubba. Yeah, Bubba. Bubba's still trying to save up though. He's having a hard time. <laughs> But it's a tough life in that trailer park, son. <laughs> he said, good gracious, Earl and them boys, they they able to go to school. You know, they got that white privilege. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. So, so um, and, and this is part of the reason. Both J.D. Greer Church is in North Carolina and uh, Southeastern is in North Carolina. I have... um ties with southeastern mm-hmm. um and um through through loose connections some of jd's crowd and it, it's one of those things where you go man y'all ain't representing <laughs> well maybe i shouldn't say this and you can edit it out if if not but uh-uh. how much white guilt you reckon he has just for being named JD. JD. He don't even have a first name. It's just initials. JD. Uh, and, 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 and this, and I mean, this is a valid point, right? And, and this is part of why we bring it up. JD was raised probably high middle class. I don't, I don't know JD Greer's background. So I'm, 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 I'm giving more of a story of a generic story than I am actually him. But for these these guys who are thinking this way, and they didn't go to school with any black guys, um, uh, 
you know, they didn't, they didn't, they got into college fairly easy because of their, their home life and their, their parents were, had made good decisions as far as financially and that kind of thing. And, um, so they were able to go to college. They were fairly smart guys. So they, they make it through and, mm. and they, they do well and they get doctorate degrees and that kind of thing. And, and so, and then they realize when they drive out because they're, they're, they're mission minded, they drive out into these ghetto places, right? And I don't mean that as an insult. I mean that as what your average person, black and white, from what I understand, uh, would say is ghetto. And in other words, they're, they're, they're more inner city, rundown areas, poor areas. And they see a bunch of people on drugs. Yeah. Mainly black people. Um, because they did, they did, they didn't go out here to rural North Carolina and see the meth heads. Uh, they they stayed right there in the city, and you know, and and so they think, well, you know, I went to school with Brian, and Brian, you know, he's a black guy, he does really well, you know, and they think that the only off the difference between Brian and 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 the guys they see in the city is opportunity. Mm. They're not looking at it as Brian's parents made good choices. Brian's made fairly good choices. You know, Brian's going to teach his kids to make good choices. He's going to stick around with his family and make good choices. And, and they don't see anything like that. They only see, well, it must be that they didn't have the opportunity. Which, let's be fair. There is some of that, you yeah. know. Not everybody gets the same opportunities, um. And so, there is all this white guilt built up in these guys. Why don't me and the Yeti have white guilt? Because we grew up around in an area where, um, my my town was, you know fairly equal white black and then there was a large chunk of hispanic so i grew up in a in a fairly diverse area yeah um when it comes to that uh yeti grew up in a place where uh it was mostly black guys Mm -hmm. or black people and and he was the minority yep and and we never you know you grew up working with these guys and there's certain things you didn't understand about black culture and, but it wasn't like the end of the world. It wasn't like, you know, uh, you know, it, there were things you just didn't understand. But it ain't like you went, oh, I hate them all. I don't understand it. I hate them. Why? Because uh, right up the road from you was your neighbor who was a black guy. Yeah. And and you, you didn't were, think you were any better than them by no means. Yeah. By yeah. no means, and just because you didn't understand their culture, the most, you know, you're like, well, why did they do that? I don't, I don't get it. It you just know, means go, we're different. You know, one of the one of the ex, the, the examples I like around here is, uh, you got white people barbecue and you got black people barbecue. Yeah, and and um, and I'm not talking about like yuppie white people. I'm talking about my people, white people, country folk. And you know the biggest difference is uh music being played in the background. Yep. And 
if you go at, grab the ribs off of uh, the hog as it's being barbecued at a at a black uh, pig picking, mm-hmm. you get your hand slapped. <laughs> and with a white crowd, uh, you know that's the first thing gone. Like like we're diving into them ribs, son. <laughs> you know that that's the treat for the guy who stood over. Yeah, <laughs> who the, sat there for four, six, eight hours? The ribs, along. the ribs don't make it to the main table. They get gone. <laughs> no, 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 they're not making. It. And, and and so, you know, I, I mean, and so there's there is differences. We acknowledge the differences. In fact, I've heard, you know, it used to be we can't acknowledge the differences between growing up in the nineties. You uh-huh. can't acknowledge the differences between black people and white people. Now it's you can't not acknowledge the differences between you know races and and we go. Oh, well, you know, we grew up in an environment where you recognize the difference between people and then you loved them anyway. There you go. Or, or, let's be honest, or you hated them anyway. It exists. And not because of race, per se. You can honestly, and I I know this is hard to believe, but you you can hate somebody of a different race and then not be because of their race. Yeah. I know it's hard to believe. It's it's a it's a it's a thing uh, that that doesn't happen often. I don't imagine, but you know it, it's you know you know boy boy insults you in high school. You you gonna fight him not because he's black because he insulted you. Yeah. Uh, white guy says something offensive to a black guy. They're gonna fight. Why? Not because they're black and white. Because he said something offensive. And, I mean, and if it was racist, it was racist in the sense of, I'm going to intentionally insult you. This is the easiest way I know how. And there this was is going to do the most damage for. It wasn't that you even thought this way. It was just this is going to do the most damage. What's crazy is there were times whenever you'd see a white guy and a black guy having a fight. By uh-huh. today's standards, they are somebody's racist yeah, yeah, yeah after the fight these guys became good friends yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, that happened a lot 2020 could not wrap its head around that no 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 no. i mean and and just in general though you have a fight with somebody when it was over you're you're, you're all right winner loser we're, we're buddies now yeah i mean and, you got two guys that have tested their limits yeah and, against and so, one another so <laughs> i mean Anyways, so it's crazy. Let, let's move on. All right, uh, we're we're, we're almost long now. We're almost done. Um, about eighty percent of churches in the convention are located in southern states, according to the two thousand nineteen SBC annual church profile. But Greer said that moving forward, Baptists shared evangelistic mission, not southern culture, should help shape their identity. He said 20% of churches in the convention are led by pastors of color. Oh, oh, oh. Real, real quick, real quick. Because something is named regionally does not mean that it supports the the culture of that area. No one would say the Southern Poverty Law Center mm. carries the culture of the South. Right. And so um, just want just to point that out. Um, as well as what was the statistic you're about to mention? Twenty um, percent of churches in the convention. Twenty okay. percent. That was the. That, uh-huh. I, I didn't realize it was in this article. So that's actually twenty um, percent of the churches are led by black guys. 
most of those are going to be black churches. That, that's just the, the, the nature of things. Um, versus 18, I mean, 13% of the population. So we have a greater number of, of leaders anyway. When, I reckon when you're, we're looking at pastors, so when you're saying how many pastors are in the SBC, um, and uh, I, I'm guessing this, so I may be wrong when I say this, but from understanding what it's saying there is, you've got out of 100% of the, the leaders, 20% of them are black. Mm-hmm. And so you would think that the reflection of that would be uh, something similar to that when you talk about the churches themselves. And so, all right. Um, he says, while theology hasn't changed. Bull hockey. Bull hockey. I will call that one out right quick, fast, and in a hurry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's just This is just one last sentence right here. While theology hasn't changed, he said, what does need to change is the culture of the convention. Quote, we as Baptists want to be defined by 2025, not by 1845, end quote. Why 2025? That... Uh, I remember thinking that when you when we read it the first time. Why twenty twenty five? All right. Now that being said, um, the other part of that is the other part of that is uh, I don't forgot. I don't forgot yet. Read it again. I'm sorry. Well, theology hasn't changed. He said theology. That's what it was. Okay. There you go. Why the theology has not changed. The theology has changed, and I hate to say it, because I am—I bleed Southern Baptist, and and I don't think it's anything that's at this point worth diving off the boat for, because there's still more people who are not woke than woke, but woke theology has made its way mm. into our denomination. Hence, why we're changing a name. Yeah. Um, and our SBC leader, J.D. Greer, is a part of that woke theology. And a lot of other guys who are running things right now are part of that woke theology. It's the elitism that comes from... It's the elitism that comes from graduating from certain colleges or... You know, um, you wonder why colleges push out liberalism. Same thing's true. Same thing's true here. They 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 had professors who taught them, and and uh, they just know better than 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 us, the the lowly people at the bottom. They they know better. And you know, the convention didn't meet this year. No. But weren't they looking at? Pushing some more stuff of uh, critical race theory and intersectionality. Uh huh. Isn't it yep. section thirteen section? Which there again, all this is communist. It's it's it doesn't have forgiveness in it. That's the biggest problem. Right. I think. I, I mm-hmm. think. I think when you're looking at this whole thing, there is no forgiveness in any of this. So we used to. Uh, support something that 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 we probably shouldn't have, no forgiveness. Um, you know, so and so said this fifteen years ago, no forgiveness. Remove that person. 
we see it in a culture now where people are being canceled all over the place. Mm -hmm. It is just a matter of time for um, if this continues that the exact same thing will move into here. Right. Um, I believe, this is a belief, I don't know for a fact, but I believe they got rid of, um, oh no, I forgot his name, Paige Patterson. I believe they got rid of Paige Patterson because they knew that he would, he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. He said some things that, 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 that out of context are insensitive. And because of that, they got him kicked out of his, he, he was the, he was the, um, the, uh, president of a college. Uh, I think it was Southwestern, if I ain't mistaken. Mm. Um, uh, another college with South in the name. Uh, <laughs> um, on a roll. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you would think, you would think we were tied to this region at some point. Uh, Anyways, uh, so they got rid of him. Why? Because he'd have been a strong, powerful position to go against this stuff. It was when they got rid of him that you started seeing this stuff really flood in. And I think that's why they got rid of him. And that may be a little conspiracy theorist. Um, I, I grant that. Um, I'm not tied in with the, with the people who know that kind of stuff for a fact, but, uh, it, 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 it seems to me that there there is an agenda being pushed by a group of people in our our uh, uh, I want to say association convention convention yeah uh, who are they've got a they've got a particular purpose they've got a and it is not based around the gospel and it's no. not based around the gospel and so. Uh, I'm not saying I'm definitely not saying dive out get get out. Um, we're not getting out, not right now. But uh, if there's something worth fighting for, let's fight for it, right? And this is, I mean, this this is just a part of it. I'm not even talking about the name change. I'm not even acting like the name changes is is what we ought to be fighting against or anything of that nature. What I am saying is, um, we have to put the gospel of Jesus Christ above all things. That's what they, they want to be called Great Commission Baptist. That's what they need to start acting like. Great Commission Baptist, not woke Baptist. That's right. And so um, maybe maybe what we ought to do is every time we see something like that, we just go woke Baptist. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and the rest of us will live what they claim to be living, just like Black Lives Matter. Right, it's the exact same thing. We're gonna name our organization Black Lives Matter, and then we're gonna show through our actions that Black Lives don't matter. That's right. We're gonna call ourselves Great Commission Baptist, but what we're really concerned about is being woke. That's right, and accepted mm-hmm. by the culture. Mm-hmm. And so, um, we're right at an hour right now. Yeah, so and we that's can wrap the this up. that's the bulk of the um. Of There's the some article. comments below that. Yeah. That will, if you if you see things like we do. Um, it will burn you up, especially one or two of them down there. Yeah, um, so it's on the Washington Post. You can I don't find know if it. it's if it's best. Do you think we should uh, put a link to it uh, on Facebook? 
We we might we yeah. might we'll we'll, 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 we'll discuss it. Out. Either way, if we do, you'll see it. Um, yeah. So, um, till next time, we have uh, f- like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, um, check us out at www.bigfootrevival.com. We've got some more blogs up. You can find all the past episodes of Bigfoot Revival. Yeah, and Swamp Bait just ones. dropped one yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So that would have been thursday he's dropping them left and right son and they're pretty good this one it's like old stone cold back in the day (laughs) just dropping them um and you can also email us reach out to us uh bigfootrevival at gmail.com please do all right so on that note remember this for god has not given us a spirit of fear but one of power love and sound mindness. Hey, guess what? We out. Deuces. <laughs>